And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Okay, so welcome back, everyone. Um, man, that was a very inspiring segment. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mary. Um, and we're here with our special guest today, Mary Shores, and you could learn more about Mary and her book that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, just go to MaryShores.com. MaryShores.com. I mean, Mary is a teammate we all need. And I'd highly recommend signing up for the Fearless Ambition newsletter as well. Excellent. And don't forget the workbook that you can download download off the TalkZone.com website. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what can we say at this point except this has to be done, right? Absolutely. So, so um, you know, we want to talk a little bit here um, about what we call cleanse and clog at this point. Um, and I think it's perfect for me because, Mary, I mean, I don't know what to do. My brain just doesn't turn off. And I have so much clog in there that nine times out of ten, the wrong words come out as a result, if that makes sense. Right? And maybe you can offer some assistance. (laughs) Cleanser clog is my absolute favorite part of the book. As a matter of fact, I love it so much. It was the um, chapter that I used to get the book deal and change. Learning the concept of cleanser clog absolutely is changed my life. And it was so simple. Years and years ago, I think it was 2005, I was at a Tony Robbins event, and I love Tony Robbins. And he, on the very last day, was talking about diet and exercise. And he said, you know, you don't really have to, like, count calories and learn all of these different diet schemes. Like, there wasn't even, like, nobody was talking about keto and paleo that back in those days. It was probably, mm. I don't know, in 2005, who knows what it was, but it was probably like, I think it was still Atkins then. Atkins was big then, yeah. yeah. Okay, Atkins. All right, yeah, and that's kind of like coming around again now with keto. So he said, all you have to do is every time you look at a piece of food, before you put it in your body, ask yourself, will this cleanse me or clog me? And we all know the answer to that. We don't don't need to study. Like my five-year-old could tell you that. If I look at an (laughs) apple and... I can say, well, this cleanser clogged me. An apple will cleanse. But if I'm looking at, say, a chocolate lava cake with a honking side of ice cream, then I think we know that that's going to clog. And the thing is that if we can make cleansing choices about 80% of the time and still have our clogging choices 20% of the time, because it's not about trying to be perfect, you know, it's about balance, then we're probably going to stay reasonably fit and not really have, you know, the the problems of being overweight. And years later, I was teaching workshops, and I just started saying, I was teaching business communications workshops, and I just started saying, you know, everything you do in a relationship, everything you say, every action you take, every word that comes out of your mouth is either going to cleanse the relationship that you have or it's going to clog it because everything is either creating deeper connection or it's driving a disconnection. And then I realized like quite easily how this applies. Your choices either apply to 
connect you to your dreams or disconnect you. So whether it is your finances, your career, your lifestyle, your personal development, your spiritual your spiritual journey, your relationship with your partner or your relationship with your friends or your children or your parents, it's all true. And if you can really commit to making cleansing choices 80% of the time, you will have a completely different life and you will have a completely different life very quickly because I think we would all do better if we just knew how. And so, like, why have a complicated way of how? Like, why not just keep it simple? Yeah, I like also what you guys were talking about earlier about vision and end game and then reverse engineer back so that now you have something to measure the clog against. Is this in the way of that? And, you know, I think that helps a lot. You know, right. I think so. In in there's a there's a famous commencement speech that I just love and I think the guy's name is Neil Gaiman and he's a best-selling author and he's giving this commencement speech and he's talking about he's talking about his dreams as if they are this mountain. And that every time like he has to make a decision, the decision is either going to put him closer, it's like walking towards the mountain or walking further away from it. And that's just another analogy for cleanser clog because sometimes like maybe you get presented with a job offer but it's going to take you further away from your mountain yeah. you know then you have to really think about that because sometimes these choices are not as like easy peasy as apples versus cake you know what do you do when what do you do when neither choice presented is going to have a positive outcome or you know what do you do when what do you do when you know, you, you may not be the thing you want, but you've got to solve an immediate problem. And so in the book, we take you through some steps of like how to make choices consistently that are cleansing choices and to understand that doesn't mean you have to be perfect. Like honestly, striving, striving per, for perfection is a clog in itself. Hmm. So you can screw up 20% of the time and still have a great life. And it doesn't always have to be goal oriented. In other words, even if I'm having a conversation with someone or I'm about to go into, say, a meeting, I should kind of walk through that, like maybe what am I expecting out of this meeting and then cleansing clog, it reverse engineer from there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And or then I can like go in. Example, a great example of what you're talking about is like we have this we have this habit in today's world of constantly being connected constantly being on the phone with somebody. So one great cleanse, like before you go into a meeting, is don't talk to your mother-in-law on the phone for 10 minutes before you walk into that meeting. And when I say mother-in-law, I just mean, you know, Mm -hmm. stay off the phone, really quiet your mind, because if you're driving to your meeting, you're driving home, then you're like absorbing everything this other person says, and it really sort of messes with your frame of mind for the next thing that you do, whether that next thing you do is walking into a meeting or that next thing you do is walking into your living room where your family is waiting for you. You know, I love that because I think a lot of times people don't realize how much what they're letting into their psyche is really affecting them. I mean, even right down to, yeah, you might want, you can maybe disconnect from toxic people, but even just listening to the news or watching what you listen to on the radio before you go into one of these meetings or what you're looking at in email, I love that because it really can affect the outcome 
of your meeting or the phone call that you're going to make or a client meeting that you're having. Yeah. Right. Sort of because like- it's all it's all stimulus to the nervous system, which is why. So really hmm. what we're doing is is, you know, we're we're constantly allowing stimulus into our nervous system, but we're not on the other hand constantly burning off that same stimulus. Talk a little bit more about that because I think that that to me is really important because so many times our body overrides what our mind is thinking. And that's a huge piece that I think a lot of people are not aware of. And I think that's really important. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. And just to kind of give everyone a visual, we all know that we all know these stories. Like, here's a story. Long time ago, when I was a kid, my aunt um, heard a crash outside and she ran out, out of the house and she saw her husband pinned underneath the Harley Davidson. He had just wrecked it, like literally mm. right before her eyes. And she's very petite, but yet she ran over. And I don't know how much this Harley Davidson weighed, but I'm guessing it wasn't, you know, it was a lot. And she mm. lifted the Harley off of him. Okay. And we've all heard these stories. We know that this happens. So the thing is that when your body goes into fight or flight mode, all of your energy, all your blood, and you you start to create these chemicals in your body, just tons of adrenaline and cortisol that are going to give you the most powerful strength that you need in that moment to survive whatever it is that happened. It's called the fight or flight response, and we all know that. But what we don't realize is that we are triggering our fight or flight response nonstop. That response was created, you know, through, through, because before we had civilized society, you know, we might have had to like outrun a tiger or a bear or whatever. Like we had to do things to save our lives. And so we needed to be able to escape very quickly or to be able to fight off a predator. But in today's world, what's happening is we are having these bombardments to our nervous system, but we don't have the moment where we burn it off. So it stores and stores and stores. And the next thing you know, people are suffering with this huge amount of anxiety because they've stored all these toxic chemicals in their bodies for years and years and years, and they've not burned them off. And so they Mm. collect and they collect and they collect. And so that's why I'm saying things like in the book, I'm really talking about, you know, a lot of cleansing activity, especially with self-care is paying attention to how you're reacting to things, what's triggering you, like figuring it out. And plus, you know, we're sort of smack dab in the middle of a positive psychology movement where if you're not positive mm-hmm. and happy happy sometimes, like, oh, happiness is a choice. Well, come on. Like, if happiness is a choice, wouldn't we all be happy all the time? Right. And I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that there isn't there isn't some truth to that because we are choosing, but we can't ignore reality. We have to learn how to, because you know what? Sometimes you do get the phone call that your sister has cancer. Sometimes right. you get the, you lose the job. Sometimes, you know, you get the bad news. So what then? You've got to understand that we're, that's an insult to your nervous system, but there are ways to work through it in a, in a healthy, like, what I'll say a neuro positive way that you can start to, to, create chemicals in your brain that are very healthy, like dopamine, oxytocin, vasopressin, serotonin. Hmm. It's also like what you said earlier that it's a, you know, it's an evolving process, right? 
So little by little, what I like is it's teaching me and helping me slow down the game so that I can make those decisions about cleanse or clog because we're always moving 90 miles an hour. Right. You know, um, and I think this is a perfect reason to slow down the game and go internal. Right. Um, you know, and when we talk about that a little bit um, with how to then turn around and start creating those other chemicals. So are you saying in order to do that, um, that's where changing your words starts to do that for you? How, how would people do that? Well, we've got a lot of suggestions in the book, is, and they're mostly to do with how you're treating your body. So that section of the book, we're really talking about, like, your chemical recipe. I actually call it Fifty Shades of Chocolate Cake. Because it's the things that we're doing that's going to change the chemical recipe in in your body. So, like, for example, I'll just tell you um, how this works. Like, um, I was going through a breakup with somebody, and I was crying, and I was sort of, like, in the fetal position in my bed, just uncontrollably. I felt like I was dying. And because I was studying this stuff at the time, what I realized was, that I was abandoned at a very young age. And so what was happening to me is that your body memorizes everything that happens to you from day one, including every trauma. And so whenever a memory is triggered, it automatically creates the exact same chemical recipe as the moment that it happened the first time. Mm -hmm. And so even though I wasn't, like, experiencing anything physically dangerous, my body was creating the same chemicals, therefore I had the same feeling and felt like I was dying. So what you have to do to sort of like, first of all, when you recognize that, you will just stop instantly creating. So as soon as I realized that, I said, wait a minute, I don't have to go through this. This is just a program that my brain is running and I can stop this right now. And honestly, that was all it took and the feeling didn't go away instantly but by the next morning when I had woken up I felt like a new person as a matter of fact I was like I was excited so Mm -hmm. the things we we know healthy things cleanser clogs so like get producing good hormones is as simple as exercising eating good food doing yoga meditating sometimes it's just avoiding the things that are the triggers so Mm -hmm. like calling your best friend on the phone on your drive home and she's going to complain about her day, believe it or not, that triggers you because if she tells you what her boss did to her and then you get all upset with the boss, well, now you're triggered and you yep. just no, created um, the chemicals even though you didn't mean to. Um, I get it. It's uh, We have to take our final break, but we want to come back and continue this portion of the conversation because mm-hmm. it's very informative. And once again, we're speaking with Mary Shores and we're learning all about conscious communications and you guys can immediately go check uh, more about her at maryshores.com. Stay with us. We have one more segment. We'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning Shared Leadership Training Seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. 
Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information, go to charlieandeva.com. That's charlieandeva.com.